please pronounce your name correctly for me? So I'll say it like uh, in uh, Norwegian, Hans Christian Skovold. Now, are you Norwegian? Yes. Okay. I'm Norwegian. Great. Born and raised, mostly. Yeah. How is it mostly? Oh, we spent a few years in France and some in Belgium. Fair enough. All right. So now you are, give me the exact definition of your description when it comes to Leoff. Yeah. And also sort of maybe what, a little bit about what you do outside of Leoff as well. So sort of a little background on what it is you do in the creative profession these days. Yeah. So in Leoff, uh, I think the title is... Uh, uh, technical producer so uh, this uh, comes down to uh, at this stage it's planning of uh, what will be done and uh, yeah since we're here now it's uh, it's difficult to bring stuff uh, up there it takes good planning so it's uh, important to get down as many details as possible uh, long before the actual show so this uh, could be what kind of equipment will be needed, which is uh, the most important thing right now because we're going to rent uh, quite a lot of equipment. And uh, some of this will be sent from Finland, uh, I believe. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> this has to be done in advance. Why do you need equipment from Finland? Um, is it specialized equipment that's only available in Finland? Or? No, uh, this is a company that I've been using uh, with Leaf for many years. So this is mostly audiovisual equipment. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, if you have a company that you've worked with for years, why not stay with them? Yeah, and and this guy apparently loves uh, Lofoten as well. The guy who runs the company, so they have some good connection. Perfect. Now, what do you do when you're not working for Leaf? Uh, in in uh, Lofoten, I've been. Uh, uh, I brought my bicycle, um, so I've been bicycling. Uh, That's very funny. No, I meant like what as a profession do you do <laughs> yes. when you're not here? Um, I uh, currently I can try to list some of the things I'm doing uh, at the same time. So I'm managing a construction project in Oslo. Wait, like literally, just like construction, like no, it is, uh, it is in the arts. Uh. Okay, I'm thinking like you know a hotel or something. no, okay. but is is it quite uh, extensive rebuild of uh, an existing space, actually an old theater space where Edith Piaf uh, has performed Lovely. apparently, yeah, okay, long time ago. Uh, but but uh, yeah, this is for something called uh, UKS uh, Young Artists Society. I think they uh, uh, that's how they translate it. And this is an organization that's uh, about so it is hundred years old. And they they got a new space, and it needs to be refit for their purpose. And they got uh, quite some money from different different stipends and some from state to to make this refit, and they need someone to to manage it. Okay, so you're talking about like technical redesign, acoustics. Uh, now at this stage, it is actually it's been demolishing a lot of stuff, like twenty containers. Uh, like now we're talking. 10 to 30 cubic meters mm. uh, each uh, of stuff that has been going out. Um, and then there is uh, like managing the different trades. Like we will have someone pouring a lot of concrete to make uh, exhibition floors. Then you have uh, electricians, plumbers, carpenters, and there are some architects involved. And of course, the the end users, which are, um, uh, which is uh, UKS, and uh, and um, they have a board that uh, make decisions. So it's a lot of people involved. But but I'm managing, like uh, making it happen, uh, in the sense that I, uh, yeah, have to make uh, a, a timeline and make sure things happen. Uh, so we're ready for opening sometime in October, actually. So. Oh, that's very soon. Yeah. Yeah. So you're basically like the cat herder. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, you could call it that. Uh, it's a jo- it's a joke in the arts that we say like her, you know, uh, organizing artists is like herding cats. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, because you <laughs> I, can't get herd cats very well. <laughs> no, the, the, this thing I mentioned now—that's uh, the people do that. That's a job in the construction uh, world. I mean, people do that for a living, managing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. But. Um, I don't think I would be interested in doing it in in that sense. But uh, when it's in the arts, it's uh, almost it's always a bit uh, I don't know different. Hmm. <laughs> so, what other jobs do you hold? When new schools, for example, are built in Norway, a portion of the the budget for building them is set aside for arts. So, I'm currently have I have one project where I'm together with another uh, artist we are the kind of curators or we are the the, um, uh, leading this uh, it's um, what you call it is a group of people representing um, the school and uh, and the the municipality and so on Mm -hmm. and and uh, we propose we ha- this is a long process where we in the end will get to art for the school like uh, s- s- to either through a contest or directly inviting some artists and uh, they will have quite a substantial budget to make uh, make art for for this school yeah it's like a one percent for the arts kind of a project yeah yeah almost it's not that much in this case but it's still a lot of money yeah it's rarely ever actually one percent but it's just a term that was often used just to you know explain what it is yeah all right so so yeah this these things is like um, you know it it takes time Um, and maybe two to three years we will have a result i was gonna say it sounds like almost all like well okay so you brought up three different things that you're doing and all of them sound very long long term as far as sort of project timelines yeah um, well yes Leaf is about that it's less than a year from from i started this project i mentioned before that that's yeah more than one year but yeah i, I like that the project has some duration it's great for money I mean consistency yeah you know but and also income. like it's it's uh, it's nice to be able to kind of uh, think about and and process something for a long time rather than doing many small things uh, as most people in the creative world do yeah at times I mean some artists have the privilege on working for stuff for uh, yeah decades <laughs> oh boy the dream <laughs> yeah and is that all you're doing? I mean, no, that's no, no. Uh, there we have more. You have more. Okay, keep going. Yeah, one project just finished uh, a couple of days ago. That's that. that in that uh, case, I'm uh, the, well. It's called the producer, and uh, it's for an uh, art piece on the new National Museum in Oslo by an artist called Siri Ardal. Um, so it's a sculpture on the roof, which basically, or if I simplify the description, it's a, a, um, a bunch of quite big industrial pipes that are cut in two uh, and then sliced uh, diagonally somehow. And this, uh, th- then you have some kind of building blocks that you can, um, you can put these pipes together and make make new shapes, mm-hmm. connect them. Um, so it's quite a big big uh, sculpture with these pipes uh, on the roof of the new museum, and and this has also required a lot of planning. I think that's been two and a half years or something from start till we're now finished. For example, these pipes come from another country. Uh, cutting this pipe is uh, really um, it's um, polyester and um, uh, fiberglass so it uh, creates a lot of um, waste and hazardous dust I was going to say toxicity yeah so yeah. you need all kinds of preparations to do this uh, in uh, 
health and safety wise uh, acceptable manner yeah i used to be the health and safety chair at my university and so like i know yeah. far too much about that yeah. stuff so you know to the point that i'm like i can't go into a studio <laughs> everything's toxic yes and another aspect uh, these pipes are quite expensive so you don't want to make mistakes these things need to fit together it's a pattern uh, for bolting them together everything needs to be right um, otherwise uh, the, you will have problems uh, later which are not uh, that um, yeah you, you would rather not encounter them so it's better to be as prepared as you can. So I, what I'm hearing is like you are a very um, meticulous person, like almost even like part engineer. Part, yes, yes. I usually, yeah, would, that's a good description. And uh, part architect as well, I'm in the sense that I make a lot of these construction drawings, uh, which is also required. Yeah, just... Uh, to get things manufactured or to see that something actually fits in the space before you plan too much. Well, it, well like what's your background? So what kind of education did you get? Uh, I, I'm uh, from the art academy, basically. So in uh, Trondheim, is a city in, in Norway and in Oslo. So no engineering degrees? No, no I mean, like... I've been thinking uh, about doing that. Uh, I, I think my father said that I was uh, destined to become an engineer. <laughs> but, you know, I don't like to do exactly what people tell me. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's one of those interesting things, like, because you, you went down the artistic path as far as an education, and mm. you work in the arts, but you work in a very... Uh, sort of oppositely, like to me, artists are like free floating, the creatives. They come, with, but but you're coming at this from a very practical, technical sort of standpoint of like uh, how to accomplish a goal. Yeah, I love it. I wish there were more of you to help us. Well, out. Uh, from experience, I think that's uh, in in quite a few cases that is the way you have to do things or of course there are other ways but those are then you end up with uh, chaotic situations um, and I yeah I prefer uh, not uh, I mean that then you don't know how much time you will use everything is uh, floating then I couldn't do multiple things at the time if, if every project was <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you, you're. It, to me, it's like you're filling in a little bit of the gap of some some artists' uh, mm. like inabilities. You know, like yeah, I know a lot of artists that are great with ideas and sort of overviews and broad strokes, but like you're the one that comes in and actually makes it happen. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. All right, so. Let's go to Leoff in particular. So how did you get... And I, and I have one more you of those projects. But I'm not okay. going to bring, say, that many details, but it's a similar thing, and it's for uh, for another museum uh, outside uh, Oslo called the Sistefoss Museum. Uh, You've probably heard of that. It's where they have the twist. It's this. Uh, it's a building by these Danish uh, architects. Uh, yes, I know the building, yeah. actually. And I'm sure there are some other small things, but those are the most, uh, the, 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 the kind of, uh, what occupies most of my mind uh, at this time, at this point in time. Fair enough. So, okay, but, okay, back again to yes. Lioff, because that's really what this is all about. Yeah. The, um, how do you, how did you get the position here? So, like, because I always wonder, like, how do people even get their jobs? So, like, did you make a proposal? Did they find you? Like, how did that come about? So uh, I've been doing some stuff for Helga, which is one of the board members, uh, artistic board, I think they call it. She proposed uh, to the board that's, um, to use me, and then they contacted me. And and uh, even though I had a lot, a lot to do, it it was uh, I couldn't resist uh, this opportunity. I've never been been uh, this far north, never been to Lofoten. So, uh, so born and raised in Norway, but never been up here. No, and that's quite common, actually. Is it? Yes. Like uh, if, if you're uh, down in Oslo, a lot of people have never been there. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. 
I, I would never, I mean, it, to me, it's a reasonably small country, so it seems pretty common that you would go all around. Well, uh, on the same, I mean, it's one and a half hour flat time or something. No, actually, with, uh, with the small plane, it's more. So, like from Buda to here, maybe. From Buda to here was only that like was 25 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And, and Oslo, Buda is one and a half hour, I think. Yeah, so it's a two hour total. Yeah. So, so from over. Oslo, you can, if you fly. Uh, Two hours into Europe, you will get to, I don't know, uh, Italy, Spain. <laughs> yeah, so that's a little bit more attractive, I guess, for most people. Uh, I don't know, uh, not anymore. Or Well, I, I like those places also, uh, I don't mind them, but, uh, but um, I certainly feel that uh, uh, it was a good opportunity to... To fill in some gaps in Norway, and um, yeah, and, and uh, the, the, from what I know and have heard from my friends who've been there, this is a really beautiful place. So oh, it's gorgeous. I so mean, I, uh, the, no way I could resist the, the, that offer. Yeah, I mean, this is an amazing opportunity for me to be able to even come up here. So like, I'm quite excited, and it's it's a stunning landscape, and yeah. you know, fascinating people, location, the history. There's so much here. So when you were brought on, mm. so what was the task that was set up for you? Because, I mean, were you brought on in the beginning and so you had to like start from scratch? Was there already pre-existing things that you then sort of had to you know build on? Yeah, well, they had started the process with the characters. So, so I mean, they had, uh, they had an initial list of artists, uh, but this is constantly changing. I think... Hopefully it's set 100% now, I think, yeah, yeah, it must be because, or if they bring something more on board, it uh, would uh, need to be something that doesn't require, has any very demanding requirements in technical terms. So um, I think uh, maybe this was in, yeah, January, I think uh, I had the first uh, Zoom meeting because it's only been Zoom meetings so far. This is the first time uh, I'm, I meet uh, uh, people in, in this LIAF uh, context, like physically. So you were hired in January, but it is now beginning of June, and this is the first time you've seen the physical location yeah. and all the uh, concerns that may arise, let's say. You yeah. know. But, uh, or I mean, that's not, I, I've been studying videos, photographs, maps, and so on, and uh, plan drawings. So I had a, a pretty okay idea of what to expect, but it's always a little bit different when you see say, things. So, so what's different? So from the, the plans and the theories and the videos and the photos, what, what was an unforeseen thing that you got here and you're like, oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, well, I'm not sure if it has been any of those real uh, moments where um, some some uh, light bulb uh, or um, uh, not really. I mean, there are just small small things. Uh, the, 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 nothing that I I think about now. It's I'm, I may have made some notes uh, on a spreadsheet or something, but no, no new grave concerns. I mean, Leoff has been running for 30 years, so mm. this is a biennial, so they've done this 15 times. So, yeah. I mean, to a certain extent, a lot of the systems are already in place, but it is still a unique festival in the way that it's almost never in the same location twice. Exactly. So, this is the first time they used the school, for example. Right. Yeah, but we have the, the, the students from the... The local, uh, no, what's it called? Uh, Norland Kunst og Filmskola. Yeah, the film school. Uh, that uh, has uh, their degree or preparing for the degree show in the, the same location. So so they've already tested out some of the problems for you as well. <laughs> yeah, or or maybe they just made a lot of clutter so I couldn't see the, see the whole structure. <laughs> Well, but I'm sure they also sort of maybe even added in some things that could be helpful as well. Yeah, I mean, at least you could get an idea of, uh, say, acoustics. So. Yeah. Or, or like lighting and like mm. you know, being able to black out the light because the light is a big issue here. Yeah, we will need to black out quite a few windows. I would imagine. 
because they want a lot of projections which is of course is very technical so which is one of my big questions because like this place as much as it, it's great and I, and I really enjoy being here it's pretty what I would consider coming from you know America and Europe and stuff it, it's pretty remote mm. and so like there's a huge amount of a, a budget even that would have to be spent to get supplies here especially technical stuff so i mean how much of a concern is all of that i mean timing budget shipping the, costs. The, i'm i'm really not handling the budget so uh, oh, i'm luckily unaware of those uh, details <laughs> oh, that's so nice um, but uh, yeah obviously the, it requires some some kind of budgets i love it so you have the job of like making things happen but you don't have to concern yourself with how much it costs uh, well someone will tell me if, if uh, okay this uh, we have to find another solution this will be too expensive so <laughs> so what are some of the some of the, the technical aspects that you've run into because i would imagine you know i walked around the sites with you all so there's Things about like installing things as far as like hanging materials, mm. so, you know, fastening materials, things along this line. But there's also uh, probably some some things that will need like forklifts and other sort of th for heavy things. Is there? There is no uh, this in that sense. This is manage a manageable exhibition so far. No uh, Well, uh, of course, there are is the, the, the big gym if you saw that space which will have some uh, ca huge canvases, three of them. I think they're like 10 by 13 meters. Right, so a scissor lift to, to at least... Yeah, they already have the one in there, but we need to, we'll see, attach some wires or some kind of system to hang this. Right, some rigging. But, so, so in that case, I made uh, quite precise drawings of the space so I can continue thinking about this in detail uh, back home. Because that will require some preparation. Well, this job that you have is—it sounds like great fun. Because basically, you you sit down with creative people; they have some great idea, and then your role is to sort of interpret it and then make it happen. Mm. So that, that that mindset is a very collaborative process. Yeah, like you—you you know, to a certain extent, like you're not making your artwork, but no, you're no. sort of a. a part of a larger sort of system that collaborates and works together so that takes a lot of very strong communication skills um, um, acceptance of compromise yeah, like, yeah, you sure. know lots of different things that not every creative person is willing or able to do mm. <laughs> true yeah I think you like yeah the, the clear communication and and being uh, specific about details early like so that no one no surprises come later in the process for the artist for example so prepare them for everything what but they and but they also agree make like good plans so everyone can say yes this this uh, we can live it or uh, this this uh, looks great to us or whatever uh, visualizing uh, uh, the plants in in uh, CAD drawings or 3D renderings or whatever that can often be part of uh, a process. Okay, so I mean, this is a uh, you know the, a lot of artists are very willy nilly. They're like, yeah, I'll just put something over there. Mm. I'll just think of the you know, but but like this is a, your aspect of putting this all together needs a certain amount of specificity. Yeah, well, then you have to explain that uh, th this uh, this has to be cut in advance uh, in a factory, uh, for example. Um, when they come, uh, they have to make a foundation. Uh, th this has to fit together, otherwise it's not going up. So, yeah. How did you get to this? So, so like I'm thinking, so you went to art school for, did you have like a major in art school, like a discipline? Yeah, yeah, I had like a master from Oslo. It's, it's uh, I don't know if it, uh, maybe it was a professor in sculpture that, that uh, the professor at the time, Henrik Plenge Jakobsen, Danish artist. Well, uh, I guess I, I, some of the art I made myself uh, at times was uh, kind of technically complex and challenging. And then also I, uh, I uh, all, uh, throughout uh, the, uh, 
art school always helped uh, others. Uh, yeah, help them in the same sense that I do professionally now. So, so, uh, and I enjoy it. So, I, I I love that kind of stuff. Like where like in the arts versus many other professions. Like when somebody runs into a problem, we often have this this great peer group or mm. you know friends, whatever that that we can sort of lean to and say like, hey you have some expertise here and I have a weakness here. Could you help me out? And oftentimes we are all very willing to be of assistance to this, but you've turned that into a job, yeah, which is really cool. Like, I mean, you get to basically be the support staff more or less to like fulfill creative ideas. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a job. No, uh, I had an idea that this was something needed and uh, I don't know gradually I because people do this but only I mean there are a lot of the architects for example who occasionally do this kind of things but uh, but uh, not so many have expertise and do it like routinely and uh, and I have a lot of artists uh, no uh, architect friends but I think uh, I'm I'm far more experienced uh, and uh, in in this kind of uh, context than they they are because they don't have the experience. Yeah, I mean, I met one guy a long time ago. Like his entire expertise was acoustics. Mm. That's it. So like he would collaborate with artists for our you know sound projects, but he would also collaborate with architects in creating great acoustics in the spaces that architects were trying to design. I mean, that just sounds so much fun to like be like being able to sort of like you know enhance the the artistic ideas basically like you're 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 the you're the guy that enhances what we because we can come up with great ideas but then you can say well we can accomplish it this way yeah and it has to be said that uh, a big part of this is also being good at uh, directing questions to other experts so I do that uh, quite a lot. Uh, if it's something that I don't know, I will uh, I will uh, ask someone else. Now, just just to be clear, like from my interactions with you, you've I feel like you're reasonably young. Uh, yeah, yeah, everything's relative. Yeah, that's why I said reasonably young. You know, like because like you like me, I'm like very gray haired and and looking old. I'm sure, but like you look quite young. I don't know if that's a Norwegian thing or if you're actually young. Approximately, how old are you? I'm 40. Yeah, you're pretty. You, then you look stunning for 40. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, but the reason why I ask is because this kind of a profession, I feel like it's a, you gain knowledge and expertise over the years and sort mm. of you get better reputations. At 40, you're already working with large institutions, national museums, all this kind of stuff. Is that normal for a person of your age? In another context... I mean, what if I've been an engineer? I could certainly have uh, by forty worked on, I okay. don't know, proofing the 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 concept of the museum or something. I think that's totally feasible, but uh, totally out of the realm of my knowledge. That's why I'm just sort yeah, of just yeah. asking. Uh, yeah, I I don't think that uh, no nothing abnormal. Uh, Fair enough. All right. Now, so back to Leof in particular. Mm. So what are some of the things? Because you said like some things need to be shipped. We had a conversation, I think it was a couple of days ago about that like technical things have to be uh, requested basically this week. So first Yeah, week basically June. today. Uh, some of it. <laughs> so this is, uh, yeah, uh, some of the work that's uh, left for me today to send. Well, well, but it's be, it's not because of like shipping times and things like this. It's because there's holidays. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, and also that is uh, this particular company, which from where we will get most of the audio and video equipment. Uh, they said that this is our deadline. You have to stick with it. <laughs> which is a very unique um, European thing. Like I've run into this a lot where people would be like, oh yeah, if you want that, be sure to get it in before the beginning of July or because yeah. we go on vacation in July. Mm. Like the whole company shuts down and they do nothing or, you know, in some parts of Europe it's August because it's really hot. Yeah. And so like everybody takes that time off. That, you know, that is not an American thing at all. Well, like they will, if it's money, they will do the job no matter what. Yes. 
But maybe, maybe they actually need it tomorrow. It's Sunday today, so who knows? Yeah, I doubt they need it on Sunday. They need it Monday, first thing Monday morning. Yeah, I think that's the case. Yeah. But so like, are there other logistical stuff? Like, do you have to fly things in, ship things in? Yeah, yeah I mean, there are um, some, uh, I mean, the audio and video, that's mostly digital stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's in the, the, for the actual artworks. Um, but um, there are paintings and other things that has to be shipped. But uh, th that's not so much uh, on my table. I was gonna say, so who takes care of like what I call like customs? And yeah, things the, like that? I think Batcha does uh, most of that. Okay, so that's not on your your. Well, I the, I kind of get updates on what happens, but it's not my um, my job. It's uh, Batcha who does that. There are some shipments, but it's not uh, like an enormous amount. Hmm. I mean, I've, saw, I've seen the planes that come in, and they're reasonably small. So, like, mm. do things come by plane or by boat? I, I there there must be some boat uh, transport as well. Uh, I mean, not that much you can fit into the plane. No, they're pretty small. And of course, you have the ferry. I don't know uh, what kind of cargo capacity it has, but you have all these big uh, stores here, so they must get their goods somehow. Indeed, yeah. Like even the the electronics uh, store, or they they have some big ones. Uh, in Do the center. Yeah, yeah. I, have not I haven't visited, but you can buy a, a washer and a dryer and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, they so the, of course, yeah, there dryer. is some sea transporter. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen big ships coming in and out of the harbor. So, I'm sure that the things like that, because I mean, there's a lot of people that live here, like mm. surprisingly, and then they need to live, they need all their building supplies, household yeah. supplies, all that stuff. So I'm sure that getting your electronic stuff is reasonably, reasonably normal. I, I would say almost yes, except it just takes more, a little bit more planning yeah. in advance because this is not a, I doubt Amazon delivers here. Like well, uh, true. <laughs> well, I think they do, but they don't have their own delivery system. I mean, it does. It goes through the Nor uh, regular Norwegian mailing uh, system. I'm quite certain because uh, uh, I've been ordering stuff from Amazon before they had any national uh, presence there at all. So then it was just through the normal mailing system. Interesting. So let's go back to the beginning of it. So you yeah. got you got hired to to do this, and then sort of what what are some of the early conversations that happen, and then sort of how did the conversations of like the process sort of continue to evolve and change over the the course of basically day one being hired to completion of a project? Yeah. So the day day one say it's uh, okay. I get get to 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 look into the material they have uh, and uh, the planning they had at that uh, point so that's uh, that was basically a list of uh, artists some descriptions uh, some uh, details some not at all uh, some uh, videos of the venues and pictures and then the meetings has been yeah, a lot about uh, trying to to yeah get a clear understanding of what each artist uh, will do, and, and often the curators uh, don't know exactly yet. So it's a process. You have to ask uh, s several times. And uh... <laughs> well, it, it seems like like between the other projects you work on, and let's say in comparison to Leos, like so your rooftop at the national museum mm. was a very specific project it was probably you know it was probably perfectly designed and then your job was simply to sort of manufacture and produce no actually it. i i it was the the artist herself she made a um a kind of um, model with the toilet paper rolls <laughs> okay. so so that's my that's where i started okay so from that, I had to make drawings and make sure that everything would actually fit in the space. So I, mean, I guess what I'm saying is like the some projects are probably very precise by the time they even start working with you. And some yeah. projects are a bit more open to interpretation and flexible mm. and collaborative. So like 
do you have like a a love of one of those over the other? Do you, or like, do you yeah, enjoy I mean, the uh, creative I, part or do you enjoy just like somebody coming and just saying, this is what I want, just do it for me? Uh, sometimes the, 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 that's very, can be very, I mean, it's easy when someone comes and say that because then you know what to do exactly. Um, as uh, in contrast to Leaf, it's a huge, have, there's a lot of communication. Uh, yeah, there at the moment there are thirty three artists. Yeah, so from... it's a, it's quite demanding. Uh, in that sense, you have to keep track of a lot of details, and and there are tons of emails, and uh, yeah, it's a different process. Is but I, and I can imagine it's almost more fun. You know, like if you're talking about like enjoyment of the process of mm. doing it, like it would be a, a lot a, in some ways I would find if an artist just comes and says, this is the object I want produce large scale, just make it happen. That's just sort of nuts and bolts, technical thing. But the, but if it feels like the Leoff process is a bit more uh, uh, going back to earlier, like collaborative, like you, so you really get to sort of say yes we can do that or hey we even have this better thing to offer mm. we have this other technical thing that yeah. could enhance it you know so like there's a bit more um literally like creativity in your role than mm. might be in some other roles yeah both yes and no like even in those very strict examples there there there, there is room for creativity because there are details that no one has thought of uh, always that has to be sold and you have to design some custom solution often to do it so that's where that's the creative uh, part in those seemingly very um, yeah square processes so. I love it now I mean not to be overly personal you don't no. have to answer you don't have to answer this if you're not comfortable with it but sure. like this is to me this is a like a fascinating aspect of the arts industry that's mm. basically like production would you call your like if you had a business card which nobody has business cards anymore but like if you had a business card what would it say your your title is producer production uh, uh, i probably i wouldn't have a title <laughs> Jack I think if I trades. give someone a card uh, the, uh, the, then it's they will remember why they have it and uh, no but uh, no no but seriously I, I wouldn't go handing out uh, or maybe uh, no I don't think so all right but I mean they I mean it's like what's the job title I guess would be the question what is it uh, overall so not just the at Leaf because we you mm. gave me what that title is but as a profession what's your job title like when you go to holiday dinners with people and they say hey say what are you up to what do you tell them I can try to describe it in a few words I mean it's about uh, logistics organizing and solving problems uh, and production of course production yeah uh, I haven't really found a fitting title. Produ it's producer, yeah. it's often used. I like problem solver, personally. I think that's mm -hmm. a great title. Because, <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent, that's what you are because you're the go-between. So, like, artists have great ideas. Uh, come, you know, organizations have budgets mm -hmm. and, and legal things that they have to follow. You know, regulations, like you were talking about, like toxicity yeah. and stuff. And you're the go-between on all that. Yeah, often I'm a mediator between curators and artists, for example. That's uh, been, uh, yeah, something I've been doing a lot. And, and making them aware of facts. Like, remember, a municipality requires uh, this and this or whatever. Sure, safety precautions, you know, like trip hazards. Yeah, to close off the street. It does cost 17,000 kroners or, yeah. I don't know what that is in euros, but no, I'll, let's yeah. say it's one thousand five hundred euros to, uh, or something. So, as a general part of your job, so Le you know, Leof, you it was you got this position through having worked with uh, one of the board members previously. Are most of your jobs that you do things that you that you have to actively propose? Uh, do you have to sort of apply for them, or is the, is this sort of aspect of the profession very much of a? I work with one person, that person then recommends to to another job, kind of sort of you know continuation. Yeah, it's often not people uh, either that I've worked with them before, or that they know someone who's 
that uh, has worked with me and they say this is who you need to talk to or something like that so yeah it, not always I, I can apply for things uh, also like the what I mentioned is um, art for schools that's something then you're more of a, um, a curator or something so that's something you apply for and again sorry going back to my question that I never got to about like a little bit personal like this is something you make a, good, a decent living at doing this yeah it's uh, it's alright okay and I think it's fabulous because like you know too many people in the arts do too much work for not enough money yeah. so it's always nice to hear when there are sort of these little parts to the industry that actually like are pretty sustainable so basically you do a good job you get recommended by the people that you did the job with to get another job so as long as you continue to have sort of basically have a good reputation you can actually make a, a very nice career out of this yeah it seems uh, that way so far <laughs> so i mean i don't do any advertising i don't have any instagram nothing wow uh, that's very rare and, I, and I think it's uh, very liberating not having to do that I'm very envious that you don't have to do that, actually. So I've been thinking about it several times, but um, if someone, I'd rather ask someone, please just tag me or add some credits to my name on those pictures or something. I'm very envious. So, yeah, Instagram is like the bane of my existence. I freaking hate using that thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I, I, as long as I can choose not to be a part of uh, such uh, ecosystem, I, yeah, prefer not to. You're, I, you're better for it for sure. But all right, any other sort of things you want to talk about specifically, sort of Leoff related? Um, positive negative i don't mean like quote unquote like negative but like i know there have been uh lots of the fluctuations in the process of like choosing a location location falls through to mm. you know to, you know planning to put something in a particular place ends up not working there i think this is uh, very common um i've been working with other big uh, not similar projects in the sense that they're in uh, not in a remote place, but uh, but uh, but these things happen all the time. It's it's part of the process, I would say. You are a very calm person. Like you, you take all of this in stride. You're just like, oh, we we planned for this for three months, and now we can't do it at all, and we have to do something completely different. Okay, so let's move on and do that now. Like, mm. And you, you, that's just your mentality, your, your sort of personality? I, I, I mean, I, if you're constantly stressed doing this, it's, uh, it's not going to work. I was going to say, you were, like, from the day we met, you had just been very calm about everything. You're just like, oh, that's the thing that's totally new that nobody had ever mentioned for months that we're suddenly doing as mm. of today. And you're like, okay, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know any other way. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, I've been stressed in, in, uh, at times before, but I think I found that, at least for me personally, well, first of all, I'm able to not uh, be... Uh, I, I, or if, if I'm preparing well, then, then there is less of a chance that I would be stressed. So I try to make as many detailed preparations as I can. And that's kind of what I'm thinking about. When I'm here, like what what we need to prepare in detail. Well, that's one of the things I always think about when it comes to like events, festivals, because I've put on mm. events and festivals or participated in organizing them before. And it's always my position is always like plan for the worst, have a plan A and a plan B, and if best case scenario, plan C mm. for and then like over plan over. Uh, absolutely, I I think that's the way to go about it. Like think that you have control over everything like to the last to the amount of bolts or <laughs> screws you need uh -huh. because uh, there will be things that you haven't thought of but then uh, if you're at that stage that you're kind of confident that you've been thinking about everything then it's easier to handle those uh, things that come up later so but I mean, it's a, as I said, it's sort of a, a certain personality of person that thinks like that. Cause most, you know, a lot of other people, like my, I always make fun of my wife on these podcasts, but my wife, like if she needs a, 
a screw. She would literally go to the the, the, the store and buy one screw. Mm. And I'm like, you never buy one screw. You buy three because maybe it's cross-threaded. Maybe there'll be some problem with it. Maybe it'll be too long, too short. What, you, know, like, you, you never buy just one because mm. there's always the possibility that any technical aspect of it could not work quite as well as you think it is. And yeah. so it, it, it's a very... Uh, I love it. I appreciate what you do because it's it's a, a you know prepare for the worst but hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> That's my mantra. I have yeah. two mantras: prepare for the worst, hope for the best, and have a certain amount of structure in order to allow for a certain amount of absurdity. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are my like daily mm. things, <laughs> and that sounds like your life. Yeah, no, a, a bit of structure is quite important. Uh, otherwise, I couldn't be doing multiple things uh, at the same time. And and also being able to kind of uh, set things aside mentally, uh, it's important because it's you can't think of uh, or just being able to to set aside. Uh, um, a uh, continuous uh, amount of time to think about uh, one process or one project and and try not to interfere too many other th uh, ongoing uh, processes at the same time if you understand what i mean oh i absolutely do you're, you're describing my daily life but i mean so like your life you, you, I would imagine. I mean, given the fact that we're we're here in Leofa and you you've been here for same amount of time as me, so uh, six days, yeah, five days, five days. The that the you don't have like a nine to five. You work on Mondays. You stop work on Fridays. All that kind of stuff. No, like you work when work is necessary. Well, uh, um, I used to like working till uh, three o'clock at night and more. But the thing is that I have a two-year-old uh, uh, at home, so uh, I have to be even more <laughs> structured now, in a sense. But I mean, I, there is a lot of flexibility in my, my day. Uh, often I don't deliver in kindergarten before 10 o'clock, maybe. Um, but that means I have to work uh, some hours after dinner. Uh, before going to bed well, and that's a, okay I did not know you had a child this is an interesting one because I have at, run into this a lot in the arts like how did having a child sort of change anything for good or for bad in your career well uh, we had a child uh, during the pandemic which was quite how a was good that? timing was that good timing yeah okay because, uh, well, it was not uh, any fear of missing out on anything, at least. <laughs> I would have been afraid to go to the hospital, though. No, it was fine. The, the hospital is like uh, less than a kilometer away. We walked uh, from the hospital back home. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Well, because I wonder, like about does it does having a child in the arts because a lot of the, a lot of traditionally a lot of the artists don't have children mm. like be, uh, in the old days now it, that's less common i feel these days but i feel like having the choice to have a, a child then sort of either makes you a little bit more serious a little bit more professional you're something like okay wait now i actually have to take my career seriously or I have to maybe take my career less seriously in order to devote a little bit more time. Yeah, to I my have children. to ma manage my time a lot better. Like I can't socialize as much uh, as before, as every parent says. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I have to choose what kind of social events uh, that I uh, I will kind of um, yeah prioritize. Mm -hmm. Drinking a lot less, of course, because. Um, yeah <laughs> less time you have to be focused on that time that uh, is available so yeah all right some adjustments but f for the better i guess at least from a health perspective sure indeed yeah all right any last things you want to touch on about leoff in particular so like because because we're still not or you're i should say well, i was gonna say we're not i'm not part of it you're still not done so like there's no, no, still no. a lot to there's put still a lot together. to work to so done. like 
what are some of the things that uh, you're excited to, to f complete and maybe even some things that you have some concerns about completing at this point? Today's, uh, the, the, the work that's left today will be kind of nice to have done. I, I, maybe I'll do that in Buddha when waiting for the plane to Oslo. This is more sending a list of uh, technical AV uh, equipment. And then, then there uh, comes uh, planning for, um, well, there, I need uh, some people up here, of course, and uh, figure out which people that is. What what uh, kind of skills they need? What kind of skills? So I'm gonna go with AV would obviously be one of them. Yeah, that's skills. one of them. But I also need people who don't mind standing for uh, ten hours covering windows. Right. Yeah. Blackout class. Yeah. Right. So so uh, a combination. Okay. And then there are a lot of uh, other aspects that uh, come up during these days that I have to kind of research and uh, make some proposals for how to solve. Thank you very much for taking the time to chat. You're much welcome. <laughs>